this is uh, KFI Handle here on a Wednesday hump day. Uh, some of the big stories that we are covering are trending like crazy. Day two for Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, the apology tour just keeps on going. He should have just had Disney do an audio animatronic figure and just sits there and goes, I'm sorry. Press the button. I'm sorry. I'm, I mean, what else? And uh president is telling Syria, telling Russia, ooh, get ready. All right. Those are just a couple of stories, and there's some big ones. All right, now, House Whisper uh, segment brought to you by Sunlux, the official solar company of home. That is uh, the infamous Dean Sharp, who's heard here on KFI, and me, because we both have uh, systems. For the best value in solar, dial pound 250 and say Sunlux. All right, so, uh, Dean. Good morning, sir. Good morning, the world's smallest light switch. Now, I have to... Uh, smartest. Smartest. I thought you said, Not yeah. Small. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so small, you can't find it. I know. Smartest light switch. Do you know that when I was in high school, my nickname was light switch? And it wasn't because I was the fastest guy in the world. Either. It wasn't the world's smallest? Uh, well, uh, no, nah, not. Nah. What does this okay. say, by the way? What, what does this say? Okay, read that. Okay? That's right. The yeah, wor- the yeah. world's smallest light switches. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. So world's okay. world's smartest light switches. <laughs> that, was, that was. Yeah. Which that's and what they, it should have been. And they win a Jeopardy all the time. So you want to do some explaining on this one? Sure. Uh, you know, you and I have talked about this so many times. Uh, just the nature of technological advancements and the way that it is affecting uh, home construction and home design. We talk about it every other week in, in one form or another. Uh, and here I was at the Dwell on Design show last week down at the LA Convention Center. And both the things that we we're going to talk about today were exhibitors down there that I spent some serious time with because I was impressed. And uh, this is yet again one of those steps forward. And when we talk about tech smartening up a house, these days we're not talking about some random prototypes or some idea of a thing that may be coming eventually. These are these are real products that are hitting the market. This is actually hitting the market this year. It's by a company called Brilliant Tech, and uh, it is really filling, I think, what is the kind of the missing gap on where smart home technology has been, and that is a lot of smart products now, like your Nest thermostat or your drapes or your lighting, it all is phone app-based, So, and that's the right way to go. It's Wi-Fi. It's Bluetooth. It goes to your phone. There's an app on your phone. You pull, you know, and so if you have your phone around, but you know, once you get home, your phone isn't always right with you at all times. Or you have crap reception like you do at my house. Right. So there has to be an intermediary device. There has to be something other than just Alexa happens to be sitting in the room with you or your Sonos or, or whatever, or your phone. And he, it's got to be inexpensive and it's, it can't be something that takes crazy hard wiring, specialized wiring in the house, and here they are. These are light switches that replace your light switches. They can literally be replace your light switch in all of five minutes. All right, and what do they do? They interface with your lights, your voice, with camera, with Alexa, with uh, home control smart systems, with your thermostats, with your smart appliances. Okay. And, and this becomes a room-by-room interface, and it's right there. All right, a couple things. Uh, I, is it, I'm assuming part of this or all of this Internet-based, correct? It doesn't have to be. Wi-Fi-based, but it doesn't have to be. They'll, they'll continue to function even if the Wi-Fi shuts down. 
All right. Uh, and one of my questions that I've always done this, the more technology I put in there, uh, I put Waymo systems in which uh, do things automatically, lights go on, et cetera. And those got so much in the way of uh, what was happening in my house that I had to undo three quarters of them. Understood. Was, it was just too much. And, and that this- has been the criticism that I've had of quote unquote smart home systems for many, many years, because you get to the point where like, wow, you, we are doing so. I still critique like Samsung has a refrigerator out that says it keeps track of your groceries. It doesn't. You have to scan them in. I already scanned them at the grocery store. I don't want to scan them back in at my home. So anything that I've got to jump through hoops to do or take extra effort to do, I'm not interested. I don't consider that part of an active smart home system. But this is not the case. These are just light switches. They're light switches. The exception being this light switch you can talk to. So if you don't want to walk over to the uh, wall by the door and turn on your lights. God forbid you walk five feet and flip a switch. I know that's that's true. That's true. Okay. And yet... Uh, here's the thing. Let's say you're in the kitchen and the time has come to wake the kids up instead of going down the hallway, flipping on their light switches. If you have one of these light switches in the kitchen and you have another one of these in the kids room, you can simply say, Hey, brilliant. Wake up the kids. Yeah. Cause you and never... their lights come on. I, I get it. Cause music you know... starts to play in their yeah. room. God forbid you ever wanting to walk in and Touch your kids. Right. I, I get that. How about this? You're about to watch a movie, and okay. you have programmed into this the the dim the the right. dim settings that you like. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the setup of the home theater system, and so instead of going through all of that and grabbing everything, you just basically say out loud, "Hey, brilliant! Set Couldn't the family agree. room for movie night." I, could, I cannot tell you what a pain in the ass it is for me. To have the remote control in my hand and push the one button that says light. Okay, we're going to come back, aren't we? (laughs) Are we having a good time with this or what? Do you want to pick it up and do more? We talk about uh, the... uh, No, fine. The Deckwood. No, that's... Everybody heard. Everyone heard. They know. All right. They know. We're going to move on. We are. We're going to move on to your deck. here it is a wednesday dean sharp the house whisperer who is heard every sunday from 9 to 11 o'clock right here on kfi and don't forget his podcasts that uh are archived and probably the best archive uh podcast that we have here at the station because each one is sort of a mini lecture the library of a home improvement home stuff so uh that's ne- right i know that's right so uh, some people actually value what i have to say bill oh yeah well and some people do and others don't <laughs> dean let's turn the corner and uh, talk about deckwood and we during the break we were talking about uh how uh, what different woods you use or plastic materials or kind of almost woods that you use to 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 build a deck. Yes, yeah, so this is a new product that's coming out. Uh it's a new it's a new process that's coming out for uh the United States. Been doing it in Europe for a while now. It's tested, it's proven. But here are your current options. You're going to build a deck. Right. You're going to go on the inexpensive side, which is not necessarily inexpensive but the on the inexpensive side on the low end you're going to build the deck out of a, a really soft wood like cedar or redwood 
soft meaning, you know, it's easy to scratch, dent, and so on. And uh, on the high-end side, you're going to use what we call an ironwood, either a mangaris or an ipe. These are either uh, like a Brazilian rainforest wood. Only some of that wood that's available in the U.S. is actually being sustainably farmed. The rest of it is actually clear-cutting rainforest, which is not, that's a whole thing that uh, we don't need to go into, but not good. Um, those are incredibly hard, very durable, multi-decade And insanely woods. expensive. And insanely expensive. The thing which so many people have gotten excited about these days are these plastic deck systems. Uh, I'm not going to mention any manufacturers, but I'm just going to say no. No, I don't like these at all. I tell you, there are two kinds out there. They both push themselves as being green, quote-unquote green, one actually is, and it's the one that I like the least. It's basically just a PVC product. It's green in the sense that, like all PVC, you can recycle it if you ever get rid of your deck in the lawn. But we have to account for the fact that PVC is is a, a petroleum byproduct, so I don't know how green in the end that really is. And Plus, I don't like the way it looks yeah, or it, feels or behaves or performs long term. It, it pretend it's wood. Uh, and and when you, it doesn't pretend well. And when you walk across it, you're walking on plastic. On plastic. Now, the, the one that kind of tries to straddle the fence isn't green at all, in my opinion. It's when you take PVC and you take actual wood fibers and you combine the two together, that it makes a composite. It feels a little more wood-like. It looks a little more wood-like. But now you have two products previously that were recyclable. Wood is recyclable, and so is PVC. Now you combine them together forever. Now you have a product that can't be recycled because they can't be separated. So not a fan. I love real wood as a designer, as a builder, as a carpenter, as a woodworker. And now this process, it's called thermally treating wood. This process is coming to the U.S. It's here you can find the stuff online. Thermary USA is the particular manufacturer that uh, I ran across at the Dwell Show last week. I love their stuff. You've got woods like knotty pine, like American ash that can be sustainably grown, that can be farmed sustainably. These are not wood species that you normally associate with putting on the outside of your house. But what happens is we've learned how to cook wood. They, they use a no-oxygen steam process just steam no chemicals no additives whatsoever completely non-toxic they cook this wood at over 400 degrees and what it does is it changes the molecular structure of the wood changes the organic compounds in the wood renders them completely rot resistant more durable insects don't want to have anything to do with it and uh, they dry out completely. These pieces of wood no longer, not only do they not absorb moisture, they no longer have the capacity so there's in no, their cells to absorb moisture. So there's no warping? There's no warping. There's no cupping. There's no bowing. They're flat. They're hard. They're strong. And they are gorgeous, gorgeous uh, 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 options yeah, for the deck. Especially when you think of putting woods that you never would. I mean, there's some gorgeous woods that are stained, and so you you basically almost walk outside, and you have a an inside flooring right. almost. Now, uh, uh, a Brazilian hardwood has very little grain to it whatsoever. So it's it, there's not much grain pattern to a, an ipe or a mahogany when it goes on your deck. It, so it's very, very uniform. Uh, but a product like ash looks, ash looks very much like oak. So imagine having yeah. an oak deck. All right. Uh, it's amazing stuff. So if you're in the market for...
for a deck, you've got to consider this stuff. At and, least consider it. All right. And uh, your website, you can go to uh, just KFIAM640.com, and you get all the archives. Or uh, any of our social media, at Home with Dean, Facebook, right. Instagram, Twitter. Got it.